0: You're listening to Snap Listings, the podcast, because everything happens somewhere.
1: When I started real estate, and people were saying Richard, 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 I felt like uh, I felt like my name was being abused because I was at the client's beck and call. Uh-huh. They were, they had my number. They were texting me. So I. I kind of created this alter ego, which I felt was more friendly and more uh, adaptable. You became rich. Richie. You, I became Richie. Yes. Plus, you can't say Richie like you can't say Richard. You know? Right. It's is like this different... Richie?
2: You smile at the end of Richie. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, it. no, like, no one's richie. mad saying
2: Richie. It's so
0: <laughs> <true>. <laughs> So at the yeah. end, you say Richie, <laughs> yeah. and I'm smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two of Snap Listings, the podcast, and we're with Richie Richard Garland, who is the co-founder of Roomies. And I'm obviously here with Max. Hello. Um, so Richie, why don't you tell us how you ended up here?
1: Well, okay. Um, it just kind of happened. I kind of, you know, threw caution to the wind is how I ended up here. Mm. Um,
0: so I guess let's start with where are you from?
1: So I was born in upstate New York mm-hmm. in a little place called Hamilton. Um, my dad's a professor at a university called Colgate mm-hmm. um, and I was born there and then my parents divorced. My mom married an Australian. I moved with her at the age of five uh, to Sydney, Australia, where, which is where I grew up. And from the age of five to 24 and a half, I was in Sydney. So from kindergarten past uh, university. And then I, I moved uh, back to New York. It was always my dream to move back here. I love the city, I love the energy, I love you know, uh, the opportunity, um, the people, the excitement. And, uh, yeah, I came back about, it's, a, it's actually eight years ago now.
0: I actually think it'd be cool if, be, to introduce Rumi's by saying that you were the quintessential Rumi's client when you moved to New York. So
1: I was, yes. I literally, uh, you know, met this, uh, uh, this uh, waiter who was working um, at Hamilton, where my dad lived. And, you know, we got friendly and he said, you know, I have a friend. Who has a huge room? Um, maybe you can crash with her for a couple nights, a week or two. I said I'll definitely compensate her. Um, that you know, couple night, you know, arrangement turned into three months. Where, yeah, She's I. A nice friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she was very friendly. Um, was this a private, private room for you, or were you? No, I was sleeping like- on the couch. And, okay. did, you, and did you pay At, for the couch? Room. I did.
0: And how much did you pay for a couch?
1: Uh, $100 a week.
0: And how much do you think? (laughs) Per week, yes. Per week. So $400 a month for a couch. And how much do you think the couch was?
1: (laughs) I mean, the couch was, I don't know.
2: She got it off the street. Yeah, it was probably (laughs)
1: hanging down. It was a big brown stone on Hancock Street, and there were about eight roommates. Yeah, it was, it was an eight bedroom. It was four floors. Um We want a couch in her bedroom or just a Oh the room? couch in her bedroom, but then I I mean you can say I downgraded to uh a a mattress as thick as maybe uh you know three or four inches. Um it's <laughs> pretty it's pretty feral actually. <laughs> Yeah, because there were pets all over the place. And they there was their mattress. Right. Right. And then I It was the pet mattress. It was the pet mattress.
2: (laughs) So you were
0: So you went from the
1: couch to the barn. (laughs) I went from the couch to the barn and it was actually an open living space kitchen. So the roommates were, you know, I mean they were lovely people, but they were smoking, they were partying, they were drinking. So, you know, I So
0: you slept on the pet mattress in the kitchen
1: in the living room kitchen attached to the kitchen yeah so people would come come in at all Stop hours yeah they would turn the lights on they would smoke how much was the pet mattress the pet mattress was uh cheaper oh it steel. was 375 but now month? per month <laughs> per month right so $25. $25 cheaper $25 cheaper but now i was also uh, contributing to the utility bill wow and the utility bill my share was about 180 <laughs> a month? So yeah, one eighty months. So now I'm paying five hundred dollars a month
0: for a pet mattress for a pet in mattress. the kitchen, living room of a eight person house. Right. Where in New York are you at this point? I'm right. on
1: Hancock Street. I'm off the Kingston Group stop. It's about an eight minute walk from there. Adele's Dell's grocery uh, deli is mm-hmm. on the corner, and it's right by Peach's Hot House. Right. All right. And, <laughs>
2: and- You're selling me on this feral. <laughs>
0: And let's be clear, what were you looking for? Because I assume that when you imagine living in New York City, you were looking for a pet mattress.
1: No, I was. I was. No, seriously. Because I did, you know, I've I've always been conservative. You know, I'd rather um, make my, you know, climb my way up and not overextend myself. Because, you know, the alternative was going back to upstate New York or going back to Sydney, Australia with my tail between my legs. That was never an option for me, you know? So yeah, I I loved it. I mean, it was crazy. Like there was no toilet paper ever. I would have to go to the deli, get one roll, keep it to myself. I got um, some Japanese shutters. That was my only form of privacy. And uh, it was great though. It was a three month stint Mm -hmm. and yeah. When did real estate come into play? (laughs) So my goal whilst at Zara was to meet people, give them really good customer service meet people that were in another industry and get a job that way. Cause it had happened in Australia where people would come in and offer me jobs. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to take them because, you know, it was part-time I was studying. So yeah, that was my goal. Um I actually ended up uh meeting a landlord um mm-hmm. at Zara. Um and they're two two brothers and they're landlords that I still work with to this day. Yeah. Um so yeah they you know they invited me up for a drink. They said um you know, where are you from? Uh, you seem cool. I talked about the Israeli connection with my mom's side of the family. And, uh, we, were they Israeli? Yeah, they okay. were Israeli. Yes. Um, and uh, I said, you know what? Why not? Let's meet up for a drink. Maybe there's an opportunity here. First question I asked him um, is, uh, what do you do for work? He said, I'm in real estate. Why do you want a job? I said, yes. He said, "Quicker job, you start Monday. Yeah. So
0: you showed up on Monday to your new job as a real estate agent?
1: I did, yeah. I, I was um, very much overdressed for the position. Did you wear your finest Zara suit? I would, I, no, I would never buy a Zara suit. <laughs> oh,
0: good to know, oh. insider knowledge. Yes. Insider
1: knowledge, no, but I, I was just nice. Um, you know, dress, shoes, pants, shirt, and jacket. Um, this was back in January or maybe February. So it was very cold. Um, and, uh, he gave me the, in- I thought it was going to be a, you know, formal kind of talk interview. Um, and he said, here's a sheet. I'll give you 50% of every rental that you do go to a, he's literally said it like this. He's like, go make pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I went and I tried to make pictures, but. What does that mean? <laughs> well, it means go take pictures of the apartment right. so you can post them on Craigslist. Right. I still didn't ever go on Craigslist yet to this day. Okay. So I had heard of it and people had told me to use it, but I yeah you know, I was I was you were a novice. I was a novice. You're yeah. a Craigslist virgin at this yeah, time. I, I I sleep you're sleeping on the grounds. I was sleep in the mattress. So I tried to go make pictures, but I wasn't able to get access to the properties. I think there was two meseroles Mm -hmm. and I went to the wrong meserole. Um, And it was also a company car. So you had to sign up for the car and there were other agents and they're like, who the hell is this doofus Mm. that's taking the car all day? Has he at least made pictures? And the answer was no. (laughs) So people actually had bets in the office how long I was going to last.
0: What was the shortest bet?
1: I I don't think they they gave me more than a week, Anyone. (laughs) Uh, mm. yeah. In your defense, that's not too uncommon for real estate. <laughs> that's not too uncommon for real estate. That's not too uncommon in, in my personal history. Would, yeah. yeah, People have always said, oh, yeah, Richie can be a...
2: Do you thrive as the underdog?
1: I do, yeah. yeah. Less your pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you see roommates as an underdog anymore? I do, yeah. I think, of course. I mean, it, I always look at it as a David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, kind of. Metaphor. Yeah, you know, and what I tell, you know, what I tell the new hires is, you know, welcome to roomies You've joined the army, you know, I'm treating you as athletes. I'm treating you as, you know, as Cavalry mm-hmm. um, and We're at war. What you are know? we
0: fighting against?
1: We're fighting against the competition. We're fighting against um You know the the it's just the uphill battle of getting people approved and into apartments Mm. you know even if you have an exclusive it's uh it's still an uphill battle you know um even if you have everything going for you it can it can always it's always hanging by a thread so it's it's fast paced and it's highly competitive and you have to think 10 steps ahead Tell us what Roomies does. Um, I mean, the, the platform is, is really the future for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we do more than that. Um, you know, we obviously have our matchmakers.
0: And um, what, are the, what are matchmakers?
1: So, our matchmakers are people that show the apartment and match the roommates together.
0: So, Roomies only works with people who are looking to rent a room and do a co living situation.
1: I mean, co living is a is a tricky term because it could mean you know it could mean a lot of different things so uh yes i mean it's in a shared apartment mm-hmm. um co-living is a it's a new kind of phenomenon that's that's uh occurred and last i want to say like two and a half years um where these other how do you
0: define that how do you define co-living
1: uh triple net leasing furnished apartments um more temporary, um, higher rents. And is doesn't check those boxes. No, and less scalable. Yeah. Um, I mean, the competition is dwindling, actually. You know, the space is, uh, it's an exciting space because people have finally identified that there's a huge problem. There's, uh, you know, there's a big complicated puzzle, you know, it's like the, the Rubik's the cube of Rubik's cubes, you know, um, so what was the question what's the problem the problem is that it's not easy to find roommates and to get approved for an apartment in a comfortable environment in a safe dynamic in a controlled clean sanitary um you know uh, enjoyable space you know all those ticking all those boxes is near impossible um offering peace of mind is you know, I mean, speak about the co-living is what they're trying to do, but as Max just said, you know, his experience was woeful, right? I think someone was knocking on your door at 11 p.m. at night asking you for the Wi-Fi.
2: Oh my God, that was, no, that was and 1 a.m. You know, it that was, was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I so, that was a break-in.
1: So, you know, it's, it's all, it's all about offering peace of mind, first off, because people are frantic and people are nervous and I'll never forget, you know, someone gave a talk at my school when I was, uh. You know, I was in senior year and, you know, everyone's freaking out about, we call it the HSC, the high school certificate, you do the SITs. And they said, listen, let's put things in perspective, guys. What's the most stressful thing that you can encounter in your life? It's death of a loved one or you being sick or illness. Uh, Three is divorce, right? And four is going into foreclosure, losing your home, going bankrupt. Not too far down the list was moving mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. finding a place. And then way down the list was, you know, your SATs, your high school. Mm-hmm. So I always keep that in the back of my mind. Moving is very stressful, um, especially when...
2: Can I tell you why I still use that with, with clients? <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it works every that time. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. They're, like, they're like, oh, he gets it. If, yeah,
1: and
0: right. <laughs> it sets the expectation yeah, it, that like, like, this like this is a stressful experience. And yeah. so... You, well, so you, you I to wanted make to kind of kick item. your
2: brain because this is something that I, I know is a struggle. Is like when you position yourself as the, the peace of mind, the superhero in the space, it also sets you up to be the villain if things yeah. don't go perfect. So, how do you deal with that?
1: You just have to accept that, mm. you know, and you have to do your best. And as you get older and as you mature, you kind of start to settle down because you can, you know, you can say, well, I am doing my best. I'm doing a good job. We have come a long way. Uh, I think the future is about more transparency, more accessibility knowledge. I mean, the clients don't come, re- you know, doing research, doing their homework. Unfortunately, that's just a given. Um, they don't have time. They don't have the inclination. They want to see everything. Um, and it really needs to, you know, it, it needs to get to a point where they can see all the moving parts at once and make informed decisions.
0: What tools are you offering to your clients in order to bring that transparency?
1: I mean, right, so right now, I mean, you go on our website and you see the roommates that are in there, you see their profiles, um, they tag things, Mm -hmm. like I'm a night owl, I'm a bookworm, um, and they see the distance to the train and they see the pictures and it's already getting a lot better. It's It's just about improving on that and taking it, you know, 10 steps further and building the community and and building, you know, the accessibility. And, you know, right now I have, you know, 40 matchmakers and I have to say, I'm I'm proud of them all. I think they do a great job, Um, especially when it comes to the customer service and they all have good intentions, but you know, every experience with every one of them is different. Mm -hmm. So you need to streamline it. You need to make it scalable. You need every person who's coming to roomies.com or seeing a roomies apartment have the same you know experience that's that's uh, you know controlled.
0: And how would you characterize that experience?
1: Um, the ideal experience. I mean, it's it's so many there's so many different layers to it because now I mean the first touch can be online. Mm-hmm. It can be social media engagement. It can be they see our ads still on Craigslist or they see our ads on Facebook. They reach out to a matchmaker directly. Um, but then take it, you know, all the way to month nine of the lease and they're having a maintenance issue and the landlord isn't responding to them. So, you know,
0: and are you with your clients when the landlord is not responding to them?
1: Yeah, they reach out to us and we do our best to facilitate um, as best we can. I think
2: part of the secret sauce, though, is your unique relationship with the different landlords, the property management. So let's talk product, how you get it and what those relationships mean to the company
1: sure um i think you know to be an entrepreneur people need to want to do business with you you know that's Mm -hmm. first and foremost that's really important they need to pick up on your energy it needs to be positive and they need to like you so that you know that's (laughs) i sometimes put too much of an emphasis on that, <laughs> um, to be honest. Never enough. <laughs> richie,
0: that's why you're Richie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about, richie. you
1: know, it's about the relationship. It's about the communication and it's about them understanding, you know, where you're coming from and they need to be heard. I mean, what people really don't understand is the landlord is not this villain either. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, they, they've they been cast as one because of the New York City laws and how difficult everything is. And if you don't pay your you know your rent for six months, Uh, They need to spend money on lawyers, you know, taking to court and they're going to lose thousands and thousands of dollars. And I know a lot of landlords that have been in tough situations um, because they've been taken advantage of. So, you know, can you imagine a personality? I'm not, I'm not defending them wholeheartedly or completely, nothing close, but can you imagine being a landlord and always taking the brunt of it and always Mm -hmm. being expected to bend, you know. because you're you're in the power position. And that's why we're trying to bridge the gap and the miscommunication, the misunderstanding of where the landlord's coming from and where the tenant is coming from. Because both need to do a better job, in Some, my opinion. Something
2: I think is really cool is now that you've gotten to a point where you're helping build these apartments with landlords, and now you're actually helping them decide what the product's gonna look like and pricing things out. So yeah. walk me through that. If I'm Shlomi and I'm showing you my new property on Messerol, just talk to me about what you're gonna change about the space.
1: Well, first of all, landlords do get excited about that process. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's a real opportunity to make a connection mm-hmm. and to build a relationship because they're coming to us for advice and they want to provide not just the best product, but of course they want to get the best tenants and they want to get the highest rents. So it's you know, it's very it's a very simple formula. If you if you put thought into it and if you put money behind it, that's what you will attract. Um, you'll attract good caliber clients and tenants and and people are going to be happy and they're going to renew and they're going to stay long-term. Um, so yeah, we know what our clients are looking for. They're looking for now it's changed. They want bigger spaces in their personal private rooms. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Did it used to be that they wanted smaller rooms and bigger shared spaces?
1: They So the pushback we would get a lot of the time is that I can't believe there's not a big enough living space for Mm -hmm. us all to hang out. Right. But now because people are so, you know, um, you know, they're, they're, they're very much thinking about their own personal needs Mm -hmm. and they're not moving in with friends anymore. It's, it's more like, you know, I just want roommates to be clean, pay their bills Mm -hmm. and be respectful, um, but they they would sacrifice the, the friendship within the apartment to have more personal space. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: it's less of a social decision, more financial decision.
1: Yes. So what we want to do, and I, you know, everything has happened in steps and in stages. So what we want to do, you know, down the line is we want to build more community, and I don't think it has to be in the apartment so much. I think it has to be within the building. I think mm-hmm. it has to be within. You know, everyone who's living in a roommate's apartment within a few blocks, they have, you know, maybe uh, community events like, you know, it's a theater, it's a, a block party, it's a rooftop, you know, arrangement. And we facilitate that and people will get to know their neighbors and people will, you know, be friends with their roommates, but it's not so heavily influenced on their decision making of where they want to, you know, lay their head at night.
0: That, have roommates turned into lovers? Like,
1: yeah, I'm sure they have. Yes, I have heard many stories. Really? Oh, oh
2: spicy.
0: this yeah. is it's the new hit.
2: The cornerstone here is like, you guys have grown. You have two offices now. You guys are huge. Everyone, like a lot of people. I wouldn't say you huge. You guys are huge
1: to me. It's like, <laughs> a lot of people, but um, big still, David, still, David, to still Goliath. David to
2: Goliath. But you got a good <laughs> slingshot in your hands now. Yeah. But I, I think the a big part of it is the team. So in your kind of mind, what's the difference between a real estate agent and a roomie's roommate
1: matchmaker? Well, one of the best compliments I've gotten is from Brent, who Max, you recently rented for him. Yeah. Um, he, he said this to me maybe on three different occasions. And he said, I am... Max old. is the best person I've ever... <laughs> He's very impressed, yeah. yeah.
0: Max is the best human in the
1: universe. But what, what, you know, Brent has said to me on about three or four different occasions is I... I I can just not get past the fact that every time I come to your office, it's not like a boiler room,
0: you know, Mm. people are hanging
1: out. People are, um, working together, collaborating. Mm. It's just a good vibe and a good energy. And I said, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's something that we've, that the company is founded upon. I think that's
2: really, really is what's important is like, yeah, your experience with a broker when you're buying a $5 million property, it's great. They become a part of your life. They take you out to lunch. It's amazing. But right. when you're renting a, your a $900 room, a $1,200 room, you know, there's not as much in it for them. You know what I mean? You are a, a quicker kind of experience, a quicker deal. But to treat them as if the that they were a bigger client like that yeah. is, I think, at the heart of, of everything. That Definitely. was
0: always what I was very impressed with with Roomies, mm-hmm. is that it's a service that treats an underserviced part of the population with the same respect and Mm -hmm. dignity and support as the luxury i've
1: heard so much you know noise from other brokers other agencies other business owners in real estate and they say why do you want to deal with roommates they are the bottom of Mm -hmm. you know the totem pole and that's the lowest level because Mm -hmm. there's to them less money because it's just a room but Mm -hmm. what i say is this is the mainstream market that no one is is understanding Mm -hmm. or acknowledging or realizing that that is the mainstream market that needs the most help and has the most opportunity
0: Mm -hmm. right it's the most underserviced and the largest
2: yeah being inspired all over again same (laughs) when when do we join Uh, (laughs) all right so let's pivot to some more fun stuff um, and I have some things for you. What's the weirdest roommate squabble you can think of in kind oh, of, weirdest. in your time?
1: I did once have an apartment full through. Um, and the guy literally had no place to go. So he, he, uh, he slept at my apartment. Wow, <laughs> that wow. is what service. A
2: All right, let me ask you this. If you were moving to the city right now, where would you move? Like you were coming from Australia, off fresh the boat.
0: off, fresh off no, the boat, money's no money's no object.
1: Okay, uh, right off the mm. Um maybe on Carlton, maybe on Adelphi, right by Fort Greene Park. Well, D T B K, nothing yes. wrong with that. Yes, I actually do love that area. In a brownstone, that's uh, that's where I would be. Uh... Mm-hmm.
2: All right, rapid fire amenities. Would you rather, as a roommate moving to New York with other roommates? Would you rather have in-unit laundry or more than one bathroom?
1: Um, It depends on the ratio. How many roommates do I have? Is it a there three bedroom? Let's say it's, it's four roommates. Four roommates? Yep. Is it a one and a half or a two full? Or? It's up to you. So I, I would have no problem with a four bedroom, one and a half with in-unit laundry. <laughs> oh, look at you. I would love to have that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Wait. I you would, can have
0: one or the yeah, other. Yeah. One or the other. You can one do and it. a half.
1: I'm saying not two. Not two full baths. <laughs> no, that's not. The, a, no. no I'm <laughs> asking. Look, at he's negotiating. It's one or the <laughs> other. He's it is one or the you know, other. Choose. I need to know how many roommates. How many bodies? There's four, four
0: bodies in the apartment.
1: <laughs> and we have one bathroom. That's one toilet, one shower combined. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or
2: you have two.
0: And, and no laundry.
1: Yes. Definitely the laundry in the unit.
2: You need the laundry in the mm-hmm. unit. Okay. Right. Another one. Uh dishwasher or roof access.
1: Definitely roof access. Really? Amen. Out- I agree. He's an outdoor
2: space guy.
1: I mean, who's using the dishwasher? You can wash people. your own
0: dishes.
2: Until I have a dishwasher.
0: I have a dishwasher and I Guess still what? wash my
1: own dishes. I you know, you have a dishwasher and people still don't put them in. Let me tell you something. That's true. very
2: true. My roommate, love her to death, just left for the weekend. That, that, Dishes dish, out. that sink is full. Right next to the empty dishwasher that is empty. And
0: <laughs> roof roof access. A good rooftop is so hard to come by because if you don't have it, you always have to pay for it, either in cocktails or Listen, in a if day if I asked X. you
2: this on December twentieth, you would have said dishwasher because roof access means nothing <laughs> when it's cold out. All right. True. It always um, stays roof access. All right. Final me. one. Uh, closet space or extra window.
1: Um. Extra window, so that. That means I have a window. Yeah. yeah. Definitely closet space. You love yeah. closet space. Yeah. He likes his
0: clothes. <laughs> but also, it's like not just for the clothes. like a place to hide stuff. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> but like, or else it's so, so cluttered because you have shelves or you have things on the floor. A closet is nice because it just makes it, you, you hide it, no one can see it. But Closes
2: there's something times. about the natural light; just it, it brings you some life.
0: Yeah, but
1: you still have a window. You
0: have one window. Was, we even
1: said it
2: was a tiny, me, a tiny window. It's this window. window. You didn't <laughs> tell me
1: closet or window.
2: I should have said yes. extra closet space or extra window.
0: That's what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. i do the extra
2: closet. Extra yeah, closet I space. I love, I love it. Um, all right, before we close out, uh, what's next for roomies? Um, what's
1: next nice for roomies? Other cities. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we're talks right now, um,
0: Rumi's Miami.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Uh, we have, we yeah. have a landlord there who wants to use our platform to market. Um, yeah. I mean, we need to, we need to do more research on the, the market in that area. Um, I think it'll be cool because it's, it will be like going back in time, mm-hmm. you know, to, to versions of Roomies where the clients, you know, had more questions, more concerns about some stages of the process. So. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, just branching out to more locations, more areas and getting, you know, more, uh, you know, just more landlords, you know, you know, just more partnerships, you know, every day. Um, what are
0: the conditions you're looking for in other cities that you think are right for a roomies type service?
1: Transportation, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being in like the, the hub in the center of town, um, Yeah, close to schools, close to universities. Those are the main big ones.
2: Richie, thank you so much for uh, letting us come to you. (laughs) It was
1: an absolute pleasure.
0: Richard, this has been fantastic. You'll be hearing from us very
1: shortly. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Max. It was an absolute pleasure.
2: You made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Snapchat if you don't already, and stay tuned, Snap Listings fam. We're going places.